0: good evening from Grace Point Church at our Christmas Eve service. We are thankful you're joining us here this evening. What a wonderful time of the year, wonderful time to think of the blessings that God has given to us, a wonderful time to remember the Lord Jesus Christ in his first advent. Uh, I love the story of the shepherds where the, after they are confronted by Gabriel, they go to Bethlehem, see the baby Jesus, worship, and then as they're returning to the fields, they proclaim what they've seen and heard. And uh, you know, for believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, that is a simple uh, statement of what we are to be about, to proclaim what we've seen and heard. And so this evening, I pray that you and your families will be blessed by our time together this evening. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this evening. Thank you for this Christmas Eve. Thank you for those who have gathered to participate with us in this event. We thank you for blessing us with one another, we thank you for the technology to be able to share with one another, and we thank you for this evening and those who are participating in Jesus' powerful name I pray, amen, and amen.
1: Well, Gary and Don, uh, I would like to, on behalf of Grace Point Church, present you with a cash gift. This is a a great tradition that we have here at Grace Point, uh, and It is with great joy that we are able to uh, present you with a gift just as an expression of our love and our appreciation for you both. And uh, God bless you very much, amen.
0: Well, thank you, Dave. We appreciate uh, your honoring us this way. And thank you, Grace Point Church, for a gift and for thinking of us during this holiday season. Uh, you know, December 1 marked the beginning of our 23rd year here at Grace Point and Befreida, And we're very thankful for you and thank you for blessing us so richly over the years. And we thank you for that.
2: Good evening my name is Wes Crago and I'm an elder here at Grace Point somewhat known as the traveling elder or the elder who serves remotely I'd like to welcome you tonight to our Christmas Eve celebration where we come together to remember the light here at Grace Point or scattered points around Grant County and Spokane County and or Washington in the world it's been a strange year as is mentioned we want to give you a taste of the familiar tonight consider it a foreshadowing of Christmas Eve 2021 because we either cannot or should not gather together physically but we can gather spiritually which is more important anyway if you remember at Grace Point you received a message or two from us about a bit of audience participation tonight if you did not get the message and would like to still participate I would ask that you pause me right now Turn down the lights in whatever room that you're viewing this in and go and find yourself a candle. Actually, go and find the candle first, then turn down the lights in your room. I'll pause right here and be waiting for you when you get back. Lights, please. This is my favorite night of the year. It's a night where we come together to remember the light. It's a night that has magic It's a night that has mysteries. It's a night that is full of what C.S. Lewis called the deep magic of the universe. It's a great story. And all the great stories that we're familiar with that came after really follow the pattern of the Christmas story. Think about it. There's a great cast. We have two teenagers in love. We have an evil king. We have a magnificent set of angels. We have humble, humble shepherds. We have wise and scientific kings that travel from afar. We have a lower class boy that has nobility in his blood. We have a teen bride who is pregnant in controversial circumstances. We have two teenagers blessed by God with messages and miracles and they have to travel during times of high stress. There are wonders that appear in the heavens. It is a great, great story And it's a story that helps us remember the light. It is the story of the coming of the light. Let's go hear that first story of the coming of the light.
3: Hi, GP family. Uh, I'll be reading tonight from Luke 2, 1 through 20. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Canarius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register. Verse 4 So Joseph also went up to the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he, he belonged to a house in line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born and she gave birth to her firstborn a son she wrapped him in cloth and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn verse 8 and there was a shepherds living out in the fields nearby keeping watch over their flocks by at night an angel of the lord appeared to them and the glory of the lord shone upon them and they were terrified but the angel said to them do not be afraid I bring you good news of great joy that there will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ, the Lord. Verse 12. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloth and laying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. Verse 15. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. Verse 16. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and a baby, and who was laying in the manger, when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning uh, what, what had been told to them about this child. And all who had heard it were amazed and at what the shepherds had said to them. But Mary treasured up all the things, and she pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen which were just as they had been told
2: Gary dug into this passage a couple weeks back and if you haven't listened to it I strongly suggest that you go back and do that not now but later it's a great passage and it's a great story and it's interesting as a former historian I like to study the celebration of Christmas and Christmas doesn't seem like it to us but it's a very recent very modern phenomena to celebrate It's really only the last two to 300 years where we celebrated Christmas in the church. For the first 1800 years or so, Christmas was treated a lot like we treat Pentecost today. An important thing that happened, worth teaching on, but not necessarily something that we would celebrate. There was work done by the Emperor Constantine to move the remembrance of Jesus Christ's arrival, the Advent, to the time of the winter solstice. It wasn't widely followed, and even then when it was, it was really only in northern Europe. So what we have is Christmas as a celebration, a large event in the church, is both recent and very geographically isolated to northern Europe. (coughs) That being said, in modern times, we have had some pretty great Christmas Eves. In 1540, Martin Luther, German priest, got the great idea of putting candles on an evergreen tree creating the first Christmas tree on the 24th of December 1758 a wondrous new light appeared in the heavens it was recorded and calculated and we now call it Haley's Comet in the Christmas Eve of 1776 generals Washington and Knox crossed the Delaware River in an amazing daring midnight raid 1818 Christmas Eve big Christmas Eve for music lovers Two great things happened. Handel's Messiah, normally an Easter piece of music, was performed for the first time on Christmas Eve in Dublin. And in Opendorf, Germany, late on Christmas Eve, a gentleman by the name of Franz Gruber penned the very first modern Christmas carol set to candles, Silent Night. I'm sure you've heard in 1914 the story of the Christmas Truce where German and British soldiers self-initiated a truce to exchange cards (laughs) presents and play a little soccer on Christmas Eve 1941 the Prime Minister of England Winston Churchill came all the way to America and went to church on Christmas Eve with the American President Franklin Delano Roosevelt and sang about the coming of the light personal favorite for me 1968 astronauts on the crew of Apollo 8 read from the book of Genesis while orbiting the moon on Christmas Eve let there be light indeed what will be said about Christmas 2020 I wonder here we are in the middle of a pandemic in the middle of societal divisions coming together to remember the light I can think of three really good reasons why we should remember the light and for the first I'm going to turn again to scripture 2nd Corinthians 4 6 quotes God light shall shine out of darkness now light is a great symbol in the Bible a powerful symbol light is used both a symbol as metaphor as simile as a physical thing light is used as a saving knowledge of Christ our salvation our justification is referred to as light light can be a physical sign of the surpassing glory of God as a creation of all things when jesus christ and god god spoke the universe into existence with let there be light light is used for freedom for happiness as truth for goodness for the presence of god with us for the attention of god on us light is used for revelation or for revealing things for the good news or the gospel As our reputation shining before us and pertinent to tonight in particular light is used as a symbol for Christ himself as a name of Christ light is literally and symbolically the Christmas story Christ is the light come into a darkened world to give us his light for us to remember and for us to pass on a second reason to remember the light Is that it stands in contrast to darkness. Now, we may be too civilized to perceive it, but darkness is associated with death, and darkness is associated with winter. Think of it every December, the sun grows dark. There is literally less light in December than other months. As the sun grows dark, crops begin to die. Animals that we would normally use for feed or to hunt migrate or become scarce illnesses spread in the cold and storms violent storms come in the winter so for all of human history really from the fall in the garden of eden until today winter and the coming of darkness represents death therefore in a dark dark season it is all the more important to remember the light finally light is life God provides the cure to darkness the answer the vaccine if you will for darkness and death light personified in the perfect form of a perfect human baby light in the form of a child that would grow into fully God fully man human a sinless man who could take on all of our sins my sins your sins and pay the penalty for those and save everyone save everyone From death. Not just the good people, not just the Jewish people, not just the people who look like us, but everyone, if they believe, can be saved from death through Jesus Christ. If you have a candle, why don't you grab it right now? And let's talk about why light and lights are associated with Christmas. And it all goes back to the beginning, the opening act, the creation of all that is started with let there be light. That light continued throughout the history of the Hebrew people going through the prophets of old and was personified in the first advent. The first arrival of Jesus to bring light out of darkness. As we light our candles... Sorry, they don't let me have candles and matches in church since an incident in 1974. I don't like to talk about it each time we light our candles, we are actively remembering our Savior and His Gospel of love and Gospel of peace and forgiveness. Each time we light the candle, we can remember that. Each time we turn on a Christmas tree, each time we hang lights around a window around our house, or we see a lit star on the hill, we can reconnect with the light of the world. Jesus Christ. We can remember the night when He arrived to bring light into a darkened world. We can renew the miracle of His light in us, saving us, and we can pass along that saving knowledge. That light given to us, we can give to others and see the light save another life. So brethren, in this season of dark and tumultuous times, Be a bearer of light. Be a spreader of light. Remember the light and be blessed. May God bless you tonight. Merry Christmas.
0: Wish you a blessed Christmas and this uh, Christmas of 2020 and so have a great day tomorrow and uh, thank you all for being here.
2: Vicki and I would like to wish you a blessed Christmas time. You can sum up the whole Christian experience in seven words. A promise made, a promise kept, and a promise to come and we thank you for this particular year, and we thank you for the year to come.
1: Debbie and I are praying that you'll have a wonderful Christmas and that the Lord's richest blessings will be on you in the coming year. We are praying that this pandemic will end and we'll be able to get back more to normal, but regardless, the Lord is in control and he's watching over and we know that that he has a, a plan for us in all of this. Sharon and and I would like to uh, wish you a very wonderful Christmas. Uh, May you just be filled with joy as you, uh, and we all consider the incarnation, the the fact that our very God became a man so that he could deliver us from our sins. And uh, what a wonderful time of remembrance this is. And uh, grace and peace to you all.
4: We miss you.
2: Merry Christmas.
1: I'm Kevin Gwynn. I'm from Texas and this is what I have to say. Merry Christmas,
4: y'all. From the Fitz family to your family, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. We miss you. We love you. We are looking forward to the time we can be together again. Amen. We love you. Thank you so much and Merry Christmas.